Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. Yeah, yeah. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Got sent a photo on Twitter. For those of you waking up in the Treasure Coast this morning, and you go outside, grab your newspaper, T.C. Palm. A lot of really good writers, a lot of really talented journalists at T.C. Palm. But the, uh, the front page of the sports section in T.C. Palm this morning, T.C. Palm newspaper, legendary publication in the Treasure Coast. Kepka maintains two-shot lead over Rom. <laughs> um, guys, like I understand there's deadlines, but a sporting event that ended before 7 o'clock Eastern time, it's not a good look to just be aggregating the national USA Today story from Saturday and posting it as your lead story on Monday. And it's not a good look and doesn't send a good message to the very talented writers, especially those sports writers that do great work on the ground in the Treasure Coast and surrounding areas. So uh, so again, if, if you woke up, if you woke up this morning in the Treasure Coast and went to go get your T.C. Palm sports section, hoping to find out who won the Masters, you got the headline, Kepka maintains two-shot lead over Rom. Spoiler alert, John Rom came back. How is that possible, Ken? That's just how newspapers work these days, man. But how is it possible that they still went and printed it? Because, like, what was yeah, the point of deadline, pulling man. the Saturday they, they, story? Their, staff, their uh, staffs have, have decreased over the years, and they've only got so many people to work on a Sunday night to put out the Monday edition, and that's what happens. Yeah, I guess somebody was on vacation, and they said, hey, just no, run not it vacation, back. not vacation. It's they just, it's just they don't have it. Yeah, they don't, yeah. they don't have the personnel. And that's why I feel very badly for those who have worked so hard to ply their path in the newspaper industry, and they get crap done consistently by decision makers and publishers who don't have the writers and the journalists' best interests in mind. And it's very, very sad. And this is downright offensive to those, again, boots on the ground in the Treasure Coast who provide local news to those who depend on the newspaper still in the Treasure Coast. Palm Beach Post has the same issue here in Palm Beach County. Sun Sentinel, Broward, Miami Herald, Miami Date, it's the same thing. It's just unacceptable. The the T.C. Palm Sports Section should not be running Monday morning edition. Kepka maintains two-shot lead over Rom. Talking about the Masters, especially in an area where golf reigns supreme. Yeah, and I'm, I'm glad you're the one to bring it up because others might look at it and poke fun at it, but you're right. It, it's a top-down top thing, and I do feel I, – I didn't think about it in that way. I do feel bad for the journalists who are being like – all the same responsibilities, all the same amount of effort that it's taken to put out those newspapers back then, it still takes a similar amount of effort, and they have way less resources these days. Man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's rough. It, it's really, really rough. Uh, not rough, though. You can get your sports. Yeah, You don't have to depend on the newspaper a day late. You can get your sports watching in real time while enjoying a two-for-one in that outstanding menu at Duffy's. Duffy's is the spot to 
go, especially if you're feeling good and especially if you want to watch some sports, kick back, eat some good food. So I'm calling all sports fans. Grab your MVP card. Head to Duffy's where you can catch all of the action. And if you don't have an MVP card, don't worry. Sign up for free and start earning rewards today. Duffy's has voted the best sports grill year after year with their award-winning wings and burgers. And don't forget that Duffy's famous two-for-one drinks all day, every day. With over 80 TVs in each location, you'll never miss a minute of the game. Visit Duffy'sMVP.com to learn more. Duffy's, our game is always on. So Lamar Jackson has a new running mate in Baltimore. Well, we think. Hold on now. Pump the brakes. We we think. Pump the brakes. Only one of those guys is signed. (laughs) Uh, we, We asked the sports story that most caught your attention over the weekend was the biggest sports story of the weekend. You can still weigh in, 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at, uh, at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Now, uh, we, we got a tweet from Cyrus Ravens giving $15 million guaranteed to a 30-year-old wide receiver with two torn ACLs and a surgically, surgically repaired ankle. Of course, he's referencing Odell Beckham Jr., $18 million deal, one year. Incentives could bring it up to $18 million. It's $15 million guaranteed. Odell Beckham is a member of the Baltimore Ravens after being linked over and over and over and over and over again to the New York Jets and Aaron Rodgers, who still isn't a uh, isn't a Jet, uh, but uh, that was the link. It was going to be Aaron Rodgers. It was going to be Odell Beckham. It was going to be high-flying pastime uh, at MetLife Stadium. And instead, it's going to the Ravens. Now, my first thought with this, Theo, is, huh, the Ravens are trying to do something for Lamar. Mm. They've heard the criticism. Ah, nobody's put around Lamar in order to help him. He hasn't really had any really dependable receivers in his time as the Ravens quarterback, and that's accurate. But then you think about it, and you're like, man, I mean, this dude's injury history. Right? And you've got Lamar the last couple of years. He's been banged up. Is this really the, the right way to go? And then $15 million guaranteed. I just wonder if the Ravens got a bit desperate. If the Ravens got a bit... We've got to start winning the court of public opinion. And again, we got to make a deal. We got to do something that shows Lamar we care, or at least shows the public that we care about Lamar. It feels like that is sort of the genesis of Odell Beckham becoming a Baltimore Raven. And I'm not quite sure it's the best business sense. There's not too many people on this earth, especially in sports media, who are more um, just. I give a lot of leash to Odell Beckham Jr. I love the guy as a player. I love his off-the-field stuff as well. Great guy. And also, I got to be that way because so many people hate on him for no apparent reason. I think this was a stupid, desperate move by the Baltimore Ravens. I think given Odell's age, his injury history, and then as well, let's not forget just like two weeks ago, Rashad Bateman Wide receiver Baltimore Ravens, who was supposed to be their number one, was just tweeting out about how bad the Ravens training staff is and how bad the general manager and those guys are about keeping their guys healthy. And, oh, wait, the injury history of the Ravens over the past two years have been terrible. J.K. Dobbins, Marcus Peters, Marlon Humphreys, uh, Lamar Jackson, Rashad Bateman himself. Like, they can't keep guys healthy in Baltimore. And what are you going to do? 
give $15 million guaranteed to a wide receiver who hasn't played since the Super Bowl two years ago? Like, I don't think this was a smart move. I don't think it was well thought out, and I think it's definitely something to try and please Lamar Jackson. It looks like it worked. They did the whole FaceTime thing, right? But they did. I don't know so, if so Lamar put out – it was Lamar, right? Lamar put yeah. out a screenshot of him FaceTiming with Odell Beckham. So that's good. They're on the same page. I'm sure they, they talked. It, it, it seems like that makes Lamar happy. Um, but there's no, gar- there's no guarantees, though, yet, right? And, and I, instead, of, instead of extending an Odell Beckham olive branch to Lamar, why couldn't the Ravens <laughs> use that $15 million, maybe $18 million and put it towards Lamar? Just put it in Lamar's pocket, right? That would be too smart. I just like Lamar's making thirty-two million dollars this year uh, on the on the the franchise tag, and Odell Beckham for one year is making half of that for a guy who's played about six meaningful games in the last two to three seasons. I, it just it seems desperate. That's the word that comes to mind. It just seems completely desperate, and I I don't think it's a game changer other than maybe it has Lamar showing up to training camp. I don't know. Maybe that's the whole point of it. I I think that is the whole point of it. And when you throw out there that there's still no guarantee, I think then you're questioning the intelligence of Odell Beckham Jr. Because he's not traveling to Baltimore and putting on this Ravens uniform unless Lamar is involved. What? There's, there's a, no, 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 no. I think he Odell, will. I think Odell. Like, he, he, I could be the quarterback if if the Ravens <laughs> offer him fifteen million dollars guaranteed. He'd be like, I'm listening. I, see, I don't necessarily think it's true. He's got his ring. What does he have to prove? It's already where receivers go to die. So when you have Aaron Rodgers in the New York, maybe Jets, that's his plan. When you have Aaron Rodgers in the New York Jets on the I'd table, die for fifteen million. Yes, 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 yes. He set up his family well. Yeah, yeah. Rest well, in peace, me. When you have the opportunity to go play with Aaron Rodgers, like obviously that's taking precedence over playing for the Baltimore Ravens, unless Lamar Jackson is playing football. No, what were the Jets going to offer him? Like $8 million? Yeah, not nine million. Yeah, like $9 million, $11 million, and he dollars would, and cents. And he would have taken that to play with Aaron Rodgers. No, he know? wouldn't are, have. Are you on the inside now? I literally no, spoke to Odell have. Beckham Jr. this morning, and he said, of course I would have taken nine. Or, no, but let's, let's be serious. He's taking nine or 11 to play with arguably no, the greatest quarterback of all time. I don't but think so. You but give you, him 15, and he realizes he's alongside he realized, nobody oh God, but Mark I'm Andrews. Vastly overpaid, so I don't care. They could punt me the football. Yes. I'll take that 15 million guaranteed. It's not 15 million in incentives, making 9 <laughs> million guaranteed. It's 15 million guaranteed. That's crazy. Again, I, I don't think this is disrespectful. This is not disrespectful to, to Odell Beckham. I would do the same thing, just like our discussion about Live Golf. Like, if the Saudis came to me and said, hey, Ken, we're starting up a network, and uh, hey, I know we do some dicey things, and uh, we're not on the up and up when it comes to human rights, uh, I'd at least say, well, how much money are we talking? They say, oh, I don't know, like $12 million? I'm like, I'm listening. Like, I, listen, I, I, I understand how business works. I understand. So so if you're Odell Beckham, I'm not, I'm not knocking him saying, oh, uh, he, uh, he, he's going to a situation where... He's going for the money. That's fine. Odell Beckham more than proved himself in L.A. In the small, minute amount of time he was healthy and played, he proved himself. He won his ring. He's all good. Chase your cash. Chase your money. That's why I feel very also, confident, though, that if he's getting $15 million guaranteed, he wasn't taking eight from the Jets for an aging Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, we said no pressure. 
I was about to say, hold on a second. I have a quick question, Ken. Uh, how many Super Bowl rings does uh, Odell Beckham Jr. have? Uh, he has one. Okay, how many Super Bowl rings does Aaron Rodgers have? One. Okay, so I don't think that's the guy he's going to be chasing down to try and get a Super Bowl ring with the Jets. I think Odell already has his ring. If he was going to go ring chasing, he would have tried to go to the Chiefs for seven or eight million. The oh. Jets for nine million versus fifteen million guaranteed in Baltimore. He don't give a damn who's throwing the football to him in Baltimore. How that dude you, is going for the money. How do you even have a leg to stand on? Yeah, one Super Bowl ring, Odell Beckham Jr. One Super Bowl ring, Aaron Rodgers. One playoff win. <laughs> Lamar Jackson. One playoff from okay. Lamar Jackson. $15 million. So, so we don't know. give a damn who's throwing in the football. So we know for a fact he's not ring chasing because he's yeah, going to go beat Joe not. Burrow's son alongside Lamar Jackson he's for not. the next five, six he years. He don't care. It's about money. You're missing the point. He's not going to Baltimore because he thinks Lamar's coming there. He's going to Baltimore because they didn't let him walk out of there until they found the deal and it worth $15 million. Like, think about this, too. Think about this, too. If you're Odell Beckham Jr. and you've seen that this whole season, if remember, he was trying to get a deal in the middle of the playoff run this past year and couldn't work one out. This whole offseason, he hasn't been able to work a deal out, and the Ravens finally come out here with the grandfather offer. Like, how do you not take that? Right. And how does that have nothing to do with the play on it? If the if the Browns, if the Texans offered him fifteen million, he would be in Houston kicking it in the remnants of what the Final Four was. I think, Odell don't care about the quarterback. I think you're underestimating what Odell Beckham Jr. thinks of himself. Like, he thinks that he's worth $15 million. And he also thinks that alongside Lamar Jackson, they can go win a Super Bowl. You, you heard Marlon, I can or tell Marlon Humphrey say I, last night, I can't wait to go ring chasing with these guys. I have no problem telling Odell Beckham he's not worth $15 million. He that's would have why, a problem with you. Okay, good. But that's well, the why NFL's already told him that. The, yeah, the NFL's already told him that, which is why he's going to the Ravens, Stone. Because nobody else is offering him fifteen million dollars. Because wasn't he wasn't he looking for twenty million? Wasn't like that the report that got leaked out there? He was looking for a twenty million dollar deal. He's gotten nowhere close to that. The Ravens just got the closest with fifteen guaranteed, eighteen in, in incentives. Like it's obviously he went after the biggest bag yeah, and just, the most desperate team. I just I think we can say very confidently that he thinks that he's worth that amount of money, and he also thinks that in Baltimore. They're eligible to contend for a Super Bowl. I think he thinks both of those things very confidently. If Lamar Jackson's the quarterback, yeah. It's this. Uh, listen, the screenshot is all good, but but I I heard I heard Jason McIntyre, Fox Sports Radio, uh, say today that this deal doesn't happen at all if Odell Beckham doesn't know that Lamar is ready to of go That's and head into training camp. I think that that is wishful thinking. I I think that this is the Ravens hoping. This means that Lamar is going to come to training camp. Fifteen million dollars is not hoping. Fifteen million dollars is assurance. Okay, Lamar. They, can, I, I hope you're right for the Ravens' sake and for Lamar's sake. But all I'm saying is that fifteen million dollars would have been best served probably being funneled over to Lamar because instead of Odell Beckham. If you're spending fifteen million dollars and you don't know if Lamar's playing, this is worse than the Minnesota Timberwolves acquiring Rudy Gobert. This is worse, I think. If you're doing this not knowing Lamar Jackson is your starting quarterback in Week One, this would be the worst move of the past six, seven off seasons in the NFL. Well, fifteen million is a lot. The only difference is, I, I, I will I will say no. You that's a reach because <laughs> at least with Odell Beckham Jr. it's a one year hit. It's fifteen million. He's <laughs> off the books. Uh, the Jazz have to deal with Rudy Gobert for like the next five, right. and also they have to watch Walker Kessler turn into like a a, right. a, a borderline all star in the next three and years. And the Jazz so don't have a, the Jazz don't have a first round draft pick until like twenty forty seven. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but so so 
we've been discussing that. What about Stephen A. Smith? Because in situations like this, Theo, who is the person we're always going to go to? Well, hell, we have to go to Stephen gotta A. Smith, hear from right? Stephen a. We got to hear what Stephen A. thinks about this. We're contractually obligated to do so. Here's Stephen A. Smith from First Take on ODB to the Ravens. Why? Odell Beckham Jr., all of those things you say may be true, but I don't think that's the story here. I think the story here is that the Baltimore Ravens knew that Odell Beckham Jr. was about to meet with the New York Jets. And they said, here's your 15 million. Oh, he's talking low. Potential for an it's important dollar deal. You walk out this door, it won't be here. Mm. That's why Odell Beckham Jr. signed. Mm. That's just my personal. A little Shark Tank. Now, does that mean that I, anything that you said is wrong <laughs> as it pertains to him communicating with Lamar Jackson, having some insight as to what he may do, blah, blah, blah? No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is let's not confuse or conflate the issues. Odell Beckham Jr. was after his bag more than anything else. That's right. He was not after, oh, I got to play with Lamar Jackson. I got to play with Henry Rogers. I got to play with Patrick Mahomes. Somebody. No. Odell Beckham Jr.'s priority was to make sure he makes his money. <laughs> yep. Odell, I know Odell Beckham Jr. well enough to know he's a businessman. Oh, I know him. He likes his Humble money. Humble brag. He looks for his money. And he wanted Stephen to a. get knows his money. Stephen A. knows him, Stone. Looks it. like you're on the because wrong side of this. what anybody <laughs> says. He'd have been the MVP of that Super Bowl. I spoke to him before the Super Bowl. That brother oh. told me he was going to put on the show. Oh, oh, oh. Man, if he didn't Pull go out there with two there. catches alone, you looked at him and said, oh, like, oh damn, <laughs> he's coming. This brother's ready to do his thing. Might as well go uh, pray. I think he would have been in the Super Bowl. Stephen A. knew because OD- what I believe. Why do I call happened. him ODB? But we'll get to that hurt. in a second. And OBJ injuries has been, has been the thing that's plagued him. Nothing else. Yeah. Everything about Odell Beckham Jr.'s game speaks. Number one wide receiver. The brother is big time. He can make things happen. Mm-hmm. You're the Baltimore Ravens. You ain't had a thousand yard receiver. This brother's mm-hmm. done it five times in his career, if I remember correctly. You got to look at those. Better hope Lamar's playing. That's all I'm saying. Seems like Theo, Stephen A, is, is on our side here. Um, Theo also was wondering via text while we were listening to Stephen A. <laughs> why do you keep calling him ODB? I've got Wu Tang on the brain. Rest in peace, ODB. I'm and, and I'm not Appreciate mad at you. it. I'm not mad at it because Odell Beckham. It is ODB I technically. Why, I always that do that. Way. I was even doing it before the show, calling him ODB and not OBJ. <laughs> I don't want shows, my brain goes man. to ODB. It shows, man. You know what? You with Wu Tang, Wu Tang for the kids, and you yeah. got a couple kids. Yeah, it, it makes absolutely. sense. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh, man. A lot of Wu-Tang being played in the kids of the household. Exactly. I walk in the door, just blasting, blasting. My six-year-old loves it. Uh, but but it, it, it to me, like what Stephen A. says makes sense. And you know that what he says is legit because his voice got real low. And there was a lot of conviction. He just wants his bag. And that's fine. It's not taking a shot. He just better hope if he has any any illusions of success this year that Lamar has any illusions of playing this year. It's got to be Lamar playing. But here's the thing, though. Like, if you're Odell, it's just not that big of a risk. You know? No! And that's, and that's the main thing I keep There's coming back no to. Risk. Like, he can wish and hope that Lamar comes. And I bet you, even behind closed doors, on that FaceTime, Odell is telling Lamar, yo, I, I want to play with you. I love you. I would love to catch passes from you. But don't come in that locker room unless they give you that bread. Like, Odell is going to be a guy that's going to advocate for Lamar to go get his bag as well. He just was in the same position. And I bet Lamar said the same thing. Hey, yo, 
take that $15 million guaranteed. I'll hint to the Ravens that I might even come and stay and play under the tag if they sign you. Like, they probably were in cahoots about this the whole time versus them both thinking, oh, we're going to make a Super Bowl run together. Like, both of these dudes care about player empowerment and getting their own bags more than they do about this one singular Super Bowl run. And I'm glad OBD or OBJ got his bag. OD and I'm hoping right. Lamar Jackson is, uh, is coming up. And uh, next offseason, they'll sign Method Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Red Man. Uh, you get a so, remake of How High. That's right. Uh, so, so Odell Beckham, one year, $15 million guaranteed, potentially up to $18 million per NFL network. Is this a good signing for the Ravens? Is this a good signing for the Ravens? Because right now, I don't know the status of Lamar Jackson. He seems to be in a continued tiff with the Ravens. I have to say no until I know Lamar Jackson's putting a Ravens uniform on because this is a lot, a lot, a lot of money and a ton more money than any other team, especially the Jets, were going to give him. This is a one-year career lifeline that Odell Beckham got from the Ravens. Right now, I don't think this is a good move at all for the Ravens, and I am a big Odell Beckham guy. This ain't it unless you're 100% sure Lamar's coming back and unless there's been some drastic uh, – some some drastic progress made in what have been contentious contract extension negotiations. This ain't it. Can I play devil's advocate right quick though? Sure. I've been playing. What's the what I know and I appreciate that, Stone, but what what is what's the downside to this for the Ravens too? It's not like they locked Odell Beckham Jr. into some crazy long-term deal. It's a one-year deal. It's a lot of money. Where were, where else were they going to spend it this offseason because they're obviously not going to be spending it on uh, Lamar Jackson. If Lamar comes back, it's most likely going to be under that tag, right? Like, they're not working out a, a long-term uh, that deal. That presents an even more uh, precarious issue of this dude's never going to play for well, us yeah, ever well, well, again. For, forget all of that. Let's just say even in a world where Lamar Jackson gets signed by another team after the draft or if they find some kind of trade and Lamar's not back on the Ravens, Odell is still somewhat of a one-year upgrade on what their wide receiver staff would be this year. And that would improve their offense under Tyler Huntley or whoever the hell is going to be throwing balls for them. So, like, I don't think it's necessarily a huge but, mistake. But I think but it's, it's a desperate the. Move. But I also think it's the it's the principle of the entire thing. Uh, you, you you don't have the resources to, in your mind, overpay Lamar Jackson, but you have the resources to overpay by a good seven million dollars by whatever percentage that is compared to where else he would get overpay for Odell Beckham. Oft injured doesn't make sense. Year of Odell Beckham. I think it it's a it's not a good look. On a principle, it's not a good look. Is this a good move, Odell Beckham to the Ravens? And you don't really know what Lamar Jackson's gonna do yet. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Breaking news presented by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. Adrian Wojnarowski, Timberwolves center, Ruby Gobert, will not travel with the team to L.A., won't play yeah, against baby. the Lakers on Tuesday wow. in the play-in tournament, sources tell ESPN. No this Rudy Gobert. Crazy. So The um, Lakers getting a red carpet, man. The Timberwolves, they're just forfeit. You don't have your best perimeter defender. He broke his hand on a wall yesterday. And Rudy Gobert is punching teammates in the huddle yesterday. What a spectacular one-day collapse by the team that's arguably been one of the biggest disappointments in the NBA this season. Good times! He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. 
From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. This Wednesday, the return of the man, Dr. Neil Goldhaber, coming in here on Ken LaVica Live. Dr. Goldhaber, that man knows how to talk sports. What's even better? That man is the best ENT you're going to find. He is an institution in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, based out of Boynton Beach, Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Your ear issues, your nose problems, your throat issues, he's got you taken care of. Snoring, he has so many success stories. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, you don't have to suffer. You don't have to live with congestion. You don't have to live with tinnitus. You don't have to live with snoring. You don't have to live with these enlarged tonsils. Like all of these things, Dr. Neil Goldhaber has spent decades treating helping people with what i'm trying to say is that so many people just live in pain because they're oh that's how my body's made up that's just how it is no it doesn't have to be like that dr neil goldhaber has provided relief for so many why wouldn't you want the same that's dr neil goldhaber goldhabersinus.com goldhabersinus.com know a snorer in your family maybe you're the snorer he can help you Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com, goldhabersinus.com. That's Dr. Neil Goldhaber. So you've got the Ravens who are giving $18 million potentially, $15 million for sure to Odell Beckham. Lamar Jackson's FaceTiming him, screenshotting it, putting it out on social media. On its face, it looks like all is well. Lamar's happy. Yay! The Ravens did something. But for me, like there's still no guarantee. There's no guarantees in the NFL. There's no guarantee that this is going to push Lamar to play. Theo, I think your reasoning of, well, hopefully ODB knows Lamar's situation, and he's saying, hey, Lamar, still, though, get your bag. I think, uh, why do I keep saying ODB? <laughs> I just, you know what? Why do he's I keep ODB, ODB from now on. Theo, I can't he, take it. He's he, ODB now. He said it. And I'm and, saying and, it with conviction. And I looked up, and I'm thinking, okay, he's joking. But then <laughs> He didn't he, realize it. He no. was on a roll. He was staring off. And I'm like, he's, he meant it. He meant uh, it. That's why I didn't. I wasn't going to interrupt him. I was like, I know he's feeling it right now. He's Damn rolling. It. You know, it's it's cool. Sorry. It's ODB. OBJ. I'm sorry. OBJ, though, it's clear, he, and this is not an issue, he's getting his bag. I think he's signing this regardless of whether or not Lamar Jackson is available. I don't think right now it's a good deal for the Ravens because they're vastly overpaying for a guy who wasn't getting this money from anyone else. Is this a good deal for the Ravens? Eh. 888-760-3776. Mel is in West Palm, and he's on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Mel. Hello. I think this is ridiculous that the Ravens would even look this bad. They should have paid Lamar early in his career. They wouldn't be in this position. You see what great teams the Chiefs paid Patrick Mahomes. You're going to have to pay Burrow or you'll put yourself in this position. You're going to have to end up paying Herbert or you're going to put yourself in this position. The Ravens just went from potentially second or third in their in the American Conference to they'll be seventh or eighth. They won't make the playoffs and – Without a good quarterback, they'll go back to what they always were, which is a nothing team. And and appreciate the call, Mel. The thing is, what what really is is the issue here is that you are even if Lamar plays, you know what the story all all season's going to be the Lamar contract situation. Yeah. And Lamar can sit there all he wants and say, "Hey, I'm not answering like he did last year. I'm not answering any questions about it. We're not doing that. I'm not talking about it." But that's going to be all anybody talks about on these talker shows about the Ravens during the course of the season, especially if they struggle. 
Yeah. If the if the Ravens do bad, people are going to talk about how this affects his contract negotiations in a negative way. If he's lighting it up every single highlight, think about the sports center highlight. Pay that man. Like mm-hmm. there's not the, the distractions around the Ravens next season are going to be uh, unavoidable. But I think Mel summed it up best. Like get ahead of it. Pay your quarterback. Right. In the very first first moment that you could, if the Ravens would have got this deal done the day that it was available to be uh, to be done way back then, instead of going back and forth, Lamar wouldn't even be the most highest paid quarterback in the NFL to this day right now. Right, like, if they would have gotten it handled already, they wouldn't have gotten into this situation. Exactly bro. right, and but at least they got Odell Beckham for fifteen million. Oh yeah, of course, man. ODB, shout out, rest in peace. <laughs> uh, every week we ask Theo Dorsey to do the unspeakable. To go through Twitter, find something good. Sometimes that's hard to do. But then dig into the murky depths of this awful bird app known as Twitter and find the worst possible thing he can find. It is harrowing, but he somehow comes out the other side. Time now for Theo Dorsey's Twitter Trash Twitter Treasure. The Solid Waste Authority of Palm Beach County is here to help you recycle right. Get recycling tips and so much more at swa.org slash recycle right. You know the old saying, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Last night, the Minnesota Timberwolves, they registered two punches, one win, and they pretty much left themselves with zero chance <laughs> to uh, beat the Lakers in the play-in Those game. Are the stats. to Jaden McDaniels being out, as well as now we learn that Rudy Gobert has been suspended for his punch. So, uh, But you know what? The Timberwolves do have a slither of a chance, and it's thanks to one man, Anthony Edwards, who was drafted number one overall, sports to number one on his jersey. And as Zion Williamson uh, noted in this tweet out from uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves Twitter account, he is a special guy. Here's a moment that the Timberwolves shared. Zion congratulating Ann Edwards after the win. Hey, no, you ain't saying good. Two, Hooper to Hooper. I give respect. Yeah, one facts. Hey, respect, brother. Facts. Offense, Shot went falling. Got to get it on the other end. Yeah, I, was, I wanted to let you know that myself. Respect, sure. sure. I appreciate that. Yeah, Kill it. You know that. The first thing is still there. I know. I already know. I appreciate it. See, that, now that's respect from, again, Zion Williamson to Anthony Edwards. Zion. In a situation where he wasn't really liking his franchise that much, Pelicans started doing some stuff around him. He's a little happier, hoping Ant Edwards can get the same kind of relief in Minneapolis uh, once they're done punching things, Ken. Once they're done, you know, letting out their anger in ways of uh, tantrums of toddlers. Could you imagine if Zion Williamson tried to punch anything? His whole oh body God. would crack into four million pieces. <laughs> well, he can't also- even walk without breaking his leg let alone punch something. Also, like, I would hate to be on the other end of that punch. Uh, I would hate True. to be on the other end but of that I punch. But I feel like he would just he would just turn to dust. Yeah. Can yeah. did they steal? He's made of porcelain. Did they steal our thing? We do that after every single show. Yo, Hooper to Hooper, respect. Yes. Like, I don't I, I don't know if they saw us do that or heard us do that, but me and Ken do that after every yeah, single show. Yeah, we always dap up. We're like, hey, respect. I like what you did today. Yeah, a little that, Hooper to Hooper. Yeah. That had to be it. That had to be it. And the then fact- we punch a wall. <laughs> We'll get him for copyright infringement. That's right. Uh, that was the Twitter treasure. That was the Twitter treasure from yesterday. Here's the Twitter trash. In a uh, in a first time ever, we're going to just go to one man's account. His whole Twitter account is going to be Twitter trash. Uh-oh. And that's Governor Ned Lamont. He's at Gov Ned Lamont. He's the 89th governor of Connecticut. I know okay. you've never heard of him, but he is Twitter trash himself. Mm. And it's because I really couldn't find a tweet of him saying it. But if you don't know, the governor of Connecticut... After the Final Four, after UConn goes through Houston and wins the Final Four in one of the most dominant runs of all time, he comes back home and on a radio show, he says that downtown Houston 
was, quote, but ugly. Yeah, I didn't understand that at all. As a native Houstonian and as a guy that watched this city lay out the red carpet for not just UConn, but FAU, as well as Miami, as well as San Diego State, and it was a great time in Houston. I enjoyed every second of it. In fact, a good buddy of mine was actually with the UConn players, has some uh, videos of them enjoying Houston into the late nights after the national championship. And guess who wasn't invited? Guess who wasn't invited, though? The uh, the governor of Connecticut. Governor Ned, Ned Lamont. You Twitter trash. Your Twitter trash. You should be uh, re- maybe recycled. I don't know how you guys do it out there in Connecticut. I'm sure it's not as good as it is in Houston or in Palm Beach County. But uh, I want to kind of revert. I was getting a little mad there. Let's, let's get back to the positive. In Palm Beach County here, I-, I want you guys to know that even with some of your things that you think are waste, they can be recycled or at least be uh, disposed of correctly and some of that goes with batteries rechargeable lithium-ion batteries like the ones found in your cell phone your laptops your cordless power tools they don't belong in the trash these batteries actually can cause fires if not disposed of properly if your batteries have lost their charge the solid waste authority of palm beach county can help you safely get rid of them for no charge bring your rechargeable lithium-ion batteries to any one of the seven home chemical and recycling center drop-offs visit swa.org hcrc for a list of the locations and again ned lamont you're not welcome back in the city of houston dog not like that yeah that's weak i i agree with you it was an unnecessary shot uh by the way again breaking news brought to you by st lucy battery and tire timberwolves center rudy gobert not traveling with the team to la won't play in the playing against the lakers tuesday the play-in tournament Against LeBron and company, which means the T-Wolf season is just about over. That according to Adrian Wojnarowski after he punched his teammate Kyle Anderson yesterday in the huddle. He's Theodore, CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You've got to pump it up. Don't you know? Pump it up. You've got to From the NHR in Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Woj is next level. I'll explain in a second. God, the NBA rules. You know what also rules? Polo. Every Sunday through the end of the month, April 23rd, in fact, the U.S. Open Polo Championship played at the U.S. Polo ASSN Stadium, USPA National Polo Center in beautiful Wellington. The biggest sporting event in the game of polo is the U.S. Open Polo Championship, most prestigious polo tournament in the entire United States. The apex of the Florida high goal season, the inaugural U.S. Open was played in 1904, held in the Bronx. Then it wasn't played again until 1910. It's been played in New York City, Rhode Island, Illinois, Texas, Kentucky, Florida. And now it calls Wellington home. And the individual record holder of wins, Guillermo Mimo Gracida Jr., 16 total championships, the U.S. Open Polo Championship. All the history, all the legacy, right in our own backyard in Wellington every Sunday. U.S. Polo ASSN Stadium, USPA National Polo Center in the U.S. Open Final. Going to be aired on the ESPN family of brands. Check your local listings. U.S. Polo ASSN, the USPA National Polo Center Stadium sponsor. So get your official club and tournament merchandise on sale. Retail shop. At NPC every Sunday, as well as online, USPAPro.com. It's the U.S. Open Polo Championship. Ten minutes ago, Adrian Wojnarowski tweeted the following. 
The Timberwolves had to suspend Gobert for throwing a punch, but accepted that was a shot to the chest with no intent to injure Kyle Anderson and understood that Anderson called Gobert a, quote, B-word repeatedly. On a night, Gobert was playing hurt, sources tell ESPN. Adrian Wojnarowski in full <laughs> tweeting the B-word. Starts with B, rhymes with Mitch. Mm. This is the greatest timeline. Sometimes I feel sad about where society's going and how I feel about the world as a whole. But then I see Adrian Wojnarowski tweeting the B word and everything feels great again. All is well. All is well. (sighs) Thank you, NBA, for this rare treasure. Our friend Woj from MSG. That's right. Our our boy. Our boy Woj. Noted FAU fan, by the way. Speaking of, speaking of, by the way, Hawks. Tomorrow you're in for a world of play in hurt. Go put Trey in that blender Let's again. Let's go heat. Woo! Can't wait. We're going to talk about that plenty tomorrow. Trey Young in that blender. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken. We'll talk to you tomorrow. We'll do it again. Bye-bye. <laughs>